This is the big boss man, and you're listening to Revoltage. Really? That's the way. That's the way you want to start this. I mean, is that he's? You know, he's coming back, man. He's. Uh, this is the year, man. This is the year he's going to finally make it back. His his triumphant WrestleMania moment return. Logan, you know that. I mean, it's a perfect time to bring back I, the hardcore match. You know. I When's hate, the last time you saw a good hardcore match? I hate to do this to you, but you realize that the the big boss man is not. He's he's no not, yeah I don't I don't he's not retired I know he's not retired no he's retired to heaven he's what? no longer with us are you saying he's dead that's exactly what I'm saying no dude that was dude, bro that was kayfabe. <laughs> It was. I'm not talking about. Dude, when it's he, work, dude. No, I'm it's not, a straight up work, dude. I'm not talking about when he was hung by the hell in a cell. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, he that was clearly no, that attached was, to his back. It was he was not hanging by his neck. One hundred percent correct. Right. But then, fast forwarding several years to when he actually died, passed I, away. Don't you remember when his family like did the whole like induction into the Hall of Fame? No, it's all work, dude. <laughs> just you, just wait. You wait till WrestleMania in two weeks, and the boss man's gonna march his pretty little ass down the ramp with his light, little nightstick. I'm really afraid so, you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> okay, if not this year, the next year. Nobody you know thought what? the Hardy Boys okay. was coming back. You know what? You're and, right. Except keep, for me, I said what? it. You know what? Keep hope alive, bud. That's right. Keep it's hope good. alive. Anyways, we're not talking about WrestleMania. Big, big boss man for life. There we go. <laughs> So what a, what a weird way to start. <laughs> <laughs> So we are talking about strong style evolved today yes. and holy holy balls. shit what a good show beginning wow. to end this was a good show but this fucking main event wow whoa wrestling at its finest man really i mean we, let's just jump right into it yeah the bucks let's do it versus the lovers i'm telling you man dude Bro. Right now, I'm going to say... Bro. Dude. Bro. Bro. Man. Dude. Shit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, dude. This right here... This right here? This shit right here? This is why I love in-ring storytelling. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. When I talk about how much I love in-ring storytelling and how you can tell such an amazing story in the ring... Any time from now on that people are like, start asking me about wrestling and that kind of thing, and I say, it's all about storytelling. This is the match I'm going to show them. Yes. This forever will be the match that I show about in-ring storytelling. Totally. And it has such, it just makes such a bigger impact because you're invested in, in the storyline. You're invested in the, the deal. It's so amazing because what happens is you are going, um, you know, you're, you're watching these dudes just throw down in the the ring and if all they're doing is just a bunch of big spots and they're just you know bumping all like crazy and there there's nothing to it then that's all there is i mean what what else do you have to get excited about but man if you tell a story and you're just sitting back and you you're on the edge of your seat with no idea what's about to happen that is where that's where true wrestling happens and that's that's what it's all about man here's the thing you so take, it's all about baby that's, that's what it's all about. about that's what it's all about but that's the thing you take these guys you take the young bucks you take Kenny Omega you take Kota Bush, you take guys who are there the quintessential 
uh, indie mainstream new guys. These guys that are a part of this indie thing where they do a lot of matches that are all about dives and and uh, big spots and big moves and a lot of you don't want to call it comedy wrestling, but a lot of routine wrestling. You know, a lot of uh, uh, big choreographed spots that look, you know, unrealistic. But then you put guys like this together in a match like this that tells a story, and every move had a purpose. You had two groups that could do the same kind of things. You had the Young Bucks, and you had the Golden Lovers, who had the same kind of sort of styles, this high-flying, flippy style. So you have two groups clashing and not only were they doing big spots not doing only were they doing cool moves there was a purpose behind every single move and every single thing that happened and they were telling a story there was so much story here and even though there was flippy stuff even though there was big spots everything had a reason behind it no joke and it, and it's so true and just the way even like let's let's avoid the, even the big spots are just the way their bodies were, you know, the body language that they had, the the way they were, the things that they were saying to each other in the ring. I mean, it was all just telling this reluctance of Kenny Omega, right. wanting, you know, not wanting to go 100% and the Young Bucks being like, dude, we are here to prove ourselves and you're going to rob us of that. You know, we've, this might be our one shot. You got to give us your all. And that, that's, that whole storyline came through the whole match until, and it actually was the resolution of the match. I mean, that was, it was the rise and fall of that match, which was fantastic. Well, and that's the thing. I think a lot of it, like when you have the opening, like the opening with, with, um, Matt and Kenny and Matt says, I want Kenny and Kabushi's in there and he goes, I want Kenny. I want Kenny. And he starts calling him out. And finally he comes out there and he says to Kenny, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who, who are you with? Who, where's he been? You know, saying all that stuff that we've already talked about. And they're having this whole thing where he's got this like kind of smirk on his face. Matt's got a kind of smirk on his face where he's going like, what, what is this? What, where, look where we're at right now. Well, you think that we're at because of us? No, we're here because of you. And, you know, he keeps pointing at Ibushi, and then the first thing he does is he circles around, and then he attacks Ibushi, you know, and he hits Ibushi. And then the first thing Ibushi does is kick him in the back, and the whole thing is that it's that his bad back. The whole story was oh, so man. good. And not even that, but, and I mean, we can get into this later or whatever, but you also see, and, and today they released, or yesterday, it was either today or today, today or yesterday that they released Being the Elite, the new one. They yes, released after this. yes. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Okay, so. I think it was yesterday. In this story, though. Yeah. They, it was yesterday. Uh, in this story, though, they, you start to see, one thing you definitely notice in this match, and you notice from Being the Elite, and you notice after this match, that. I'm. I don't 100 percent know if they're not going to break up the Young Bucks. And you know what I think? You want to hear my prediction? Can I get mine first, and then see if it's like yours? Yes. Go. Okay. So. No, I have to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> yes, I'm just kidding. You can go. Okay. All right, but seriously, I'm going to give. <laughs> so, one of the things that I noticed was, and I noticed this when the match was going on. Matt has this huge like hate on for Kenny. Like he's like totally like Dude, such a raging hate on. Raging hate on. It's just a throbbing, it's a throbbing, moist, veiny, gross, like purple, bulbous like, hate on. Just 
awful hate on. Like, if I came on to my wife with this hate on, she'd be like, oh, my God, I can't handle that kind of hate on. But uh, too much. Yeah. Eight minutes, eight and a half minutes. That's how far we got. Yeah, that's long enough. Um, <laughs> All the little kids checked yeah, out already. Yeah, just like my hate on. Long enough. <laughs> that's what my wife says. That's long enough. Uh, but, uh, but one of the things is it's, He's super, not even a hate on it. It's more of a, a, a real um, animosity towards Kenny. He has a very, he's very upset with, with the fact that this whole thing's going on. And then you notice throughout the match that like, like a, 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 at one point Kenny gives uh, Matt a backbreaker and you hear Nick going, Kenny, come on, don't, Kenny, Kenny. He's like telling him not to do this backbreaker yeah. and hurt his yeah. back. And Nick is very much like, come on, let's not do this. He keeps saying, Kenny, Kenny. And Matt just keeps getting harder and harder and harder. But then... <laughs> you're so stupid. So hard. And then um, at the end of the match, we'll get there in a minute, but then at the end of the match, Cody runs in and starts bitching at Matt. Like, he goes, this was your chance. This was your opportunity. You had one shot. You had one shot. And then Nick comes and grabs him, and Cody turns around and hits Nick, well, then, in being the elite, Cody comes in and goes, hey, man, sorry, I thought it was Kenny, I didn't mean to hit you, I apologize, it was a total accident, we're cool, and Nick, the whole time, in, in being the elite, is very weird towards Kent, or towards uh, 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 Cody, he's very like, mm, and then at the end of being the elite, he says, I don't think we can trust him, Yeah. and if you notice, Matt is very with Cody. He keeps kind of siding with Cody, whereas in like in the match, at the end of the match, Kenny comes in and saves them from Cody. Nick and Kenny shake hands. He goes to shake Nick's hand or Matt's hand, and Matt walks out. But then he sides with Cody. So it's like Matt's very Cody, Nick is very Kenny, and it's this weird buck split. And then it's a weird split between everybody, which we've already talked about, but oh, it's just so good. It's so big, and there's so much to it. Yes, it's like a parfait. There's so, layers. So, what's your prediction that we were gonna talk about? Was that the was that is that your? Well, I mean, the prediction is. I wonder if they're going to split up the young bucks. Yeah. So this is my gonna... prediction here. You wanna know what my prediction and, is? And and one more thing. And on being the elite, I did. I actually literally just thought of this. <clears throat> on being the elite in the last two episodes, they keep having these things where. Cody is taking the Young Bucks aside and saying, you should be a singles guy. You should be a singles guy. Mm -hmm. You're better off. You don't need a partner. You need to be a singles guy. And now they're doing this. I think they're going to split up the Bucks. You know what they're going to do? Your predictions are never right, by the way, but you always this say they're it. right. This is the one. This is the one, ladies <laughs> okay. and gents. Go ahead. All in. Bucks fight each other. Tell me you wouldn't sell no, ten thousand no, seats. No, it, it, it could happen. Tell me you sure. wouldn't sell ten thousand seats, splitting the bucks, having a, a match See, with each is, other. This is uh, September, March. So you're talking six months. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. You let them Hell do their yeah. thing. They can feud within Bullet Club for a little while, oh, and no, then come September, they have a match with each other in Chicago. I think. I think that'd be great. Dude, tell me that wouldn't no, put that would asses work. in seats. No, that would work, and they're building for that. Yeah. You can you can see it, you can feel it, you can you you know that that's what they're heading to is that there's just going to be this young bucks. This inevitable. This it, yeah. just like just like uh, 
Bullet Club is crumbling. The Young Bucks are crumbling. Everybody's the, crumbling. Everybody's crumbling. So let's uh, let's talk about some Kene Omega. Yeah. So uh, how about the, the with the Golden Lovers? Okay. Yeah. Uh, amazing match. They did Great fantastic. Match. Awesome match. Couple botches. A little bit. Couple little bit. couple serious botches. Um. So when they did the cross slash major botch by Ibushi, which, did you see the second angle? By the way. I didn't see it. I Dude, couldn't find it, but I, I have knew to show he you. screwed up because yeah. then he gets him up on his shoulders and does that thing that looked weak. It wasn't it even was shoulders. Like, it was just a hip toss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, but he, they said – He traded out the freaking cross slash for a hip toss. But he basically moved, right? Like he missed it altogether. So when he jumped to the ring – so when he went I, to – I didn't see it. Know, I yeah. just heard them say this. So you know how when they jump to the top rope – um, yeah. and then they do yeah, – it's yeah, a yeah. moonsault, right? Yeah, right. So when, when he went to jump up – it was like he overshot it or couldn't stop his momentum. It's like instead of jumping up and on top and over, it was like he just jumped over. Oh, and so he okay. went he went head first over the ropes. Gotcha. And you know, turned around in midair and then stepped around gotcha. the post. Gotcha. And then tried to do a moonsault. Well, yeah. the problem was uh I think it was it was Nick or Matt, I think it was Nick. Mm-hmm. Um was there and he started walking towards Wait. Ibushi, and Ibushi did a moonsault off the apron. Let me break this and down. For missed. You Let me break this down for you real quick. Matt has the chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick. babyface. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then well, I, <laughs> you just I just never seemed to know. I mean, it was the it was the white guy with long hair and black pants on. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was super zoomed out. I can't remember yeah, that yeah. specific. So, but then he did a moonsault back off the apron and missed. And then, um, so then Matt's just kind of sitting there, Nick or whoever mm-hmm. is just sitting there and just kind of like, uh, and Ibushi just ties him up, yep. gets him, you can tell, gets him kind of in like a little headlock and was like, uh, and then just like threw him into a <laughs> it, hip. It was awkward. Hip, like a hip toss. It was super awkward. And, and, uh, uh, not only that, but like, uh, and then there was the moment where they did this that. one. The moment where they did that move where he does the, the, like splash and then the roll and then they switch places and he gets up on the turnbuckle and he basically just like lands on Uh, a bougie like and and maybe breaks his orbital bone. Yeah, it looked really Uh, bad. And when I saw that and the way he was when the way he was responding to it, I was like, oh, he's hiding that pain. Like he is he is touch. He was touching it a couple times, you know, and he it was one of those things where. He hit, but he didn't play it up mm-hmm. as an injury. So, like, if you make a botch, there's two ways you can handle a botch. Yeah. You can just be like, oh, I screwed up and pretend like it didn't happen. Or you can work it into this story somehow. Yeah. He tried to cover it up like it didn't happen. Yeah. They didn't address it. They didn't talk about it. It was it was as if it didn't happen. But he kept touching it, which to me told me that well, there was an actual issue there that, that he couldn't just completely ignore. They kind of mentioned it a little bit because yeah. the, the the one of the commentators, I think it was Josh Barnett, like, mentioned, like – uh, oh, he about ran over Ibushi there, or he did yeah. run over. You know what I'm saying? He kind of mentioned it a little bit, but it's like I wonder. So a couple things I'm wondering. So Ibushi screwed up a couple times, mm-hmm. and first off, I mean the dude's phenomenal. I never want to take away from Ibushi, but um, I wonder if he was it had some like jet lag, or if he was like sick or something, because that know. was very uncharacteristic because of Ibushi. It seemed like everything that was happening was kind of him. Yeah, like, yeah, and there was only a couple places, and it, and, and it did not take away from the match at all. There were only. Two, maybe three spots that I can remember where there was an issue. Um, but those are the big two. Yeah, those are the two big ones. And and so, you know, I just wonder if, if he had it 
in his if well, something was in his head, you know if he what? was just out of his element because he, he, he come here, he's he's wrestled here in America this before. This was not the first time though, because he's wrestled here several times. But this is not the, the thing. Is is even in their last match that they, they had, up the cross. they had a couple screw ups. I don't think it's necessarily. Maybe they just haven't found their rhythm again. Maybe they're just not in. And I love and maybe the idea Ibushi of just not having his rhythm. Or, and I love the idea of, of them. They should spin it into a uh, into a, a, a like a work and say, look, you know, we're rusty. We, we, we not even that we're rusty, but as Kenny Omega, he's conflicted. Man, he didn't want to go. That's he, true. he his mind was elsewhere. Coda is is elsewhere. And so as long as you know, maybe it's a. Uh, Coda says you got to choose between me or the Bucks because right now, um, you know, we're we're off, we're out of sync, and I need you to, you know, sync up with me. And well, and and I love the idea of them being able to twist those botches into. And I think we'll get there. I think one of the best parts of this story was kind of built off that, where it was very much like in the beginning, in the very beginning of the match, it was like they were all kind of reluctant. They didn't. Kenny especially was very reluctant. Very didn't want to. You know, and and like when Abushi's like Abushi's like stepping on Matt's back and keeps like kicking oh, him yeah. back, and he runs in and gets him out. He's like whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like whoa, whoa, whoa. And then there's like parts where like he doesn't really want to fight or be involved. And then by the end of it, dude, they're just beating the shit out of one another. Like there is no reservation. There is, excuse me, there is no. <laughs> there's no reservation. There's no. <laughs> there's no reservation. There's no. There's no anything. It's just them wanting to prove that they are the best, and it's like everything that they did after that was just hard. And and you know what? This right here was not only proof that that you know I know kayfabe wise, uh, the young bucks wanted to prove that they could hang with the heavyweights and that they could be a great heavyweight tag team, uh, great heavyweight tag team. But not only that. This show right here, everybody talks about how the Bucks are just the, the indie spot monkeys who just do these goofy things and don't really know how to tell a story and don't yep. know how to. These motherfuckers showed how good they were, that they could tell a story, that they could put emotion and feelings and all this stuff. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, this match gave me so many freaking feels that... I mean, this is one of the best emotion storytelling matches that I've seen in a long time. I'm not going to lie. I was literally emotionally drained after this match yes. for a couple reasons, too, because because of the, the huge spots that they were doing and because of the, the couple botches that they had, I was like, man, this is intense. Like, it I am felt very, very nervous here. It felt very real. And not only did it feel real, it, 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 it had the ability to do something that a lot of matches nowadays can't, tend not to do. You suspended, of course, wrestling fans, as wrestling fans, we suspend our disbelief. You know, we know what wrestling is. We know that it's a work. But sometimes you get those matches, you get things that are so good at telling a story in the ring, you forget what you're watching. And that's what it did to me. I forgot I was watching a wrestling match and I really, I I forgot about the inside dope for a little bit. And I really, really focused on like, wow, this match, I, I was I was invested. I was emotionally invested in this match. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, it was just so intense, man. 
the 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 table spot oh, like man. out of nowhere out of nowhere dude and it was amazing because they're so good at that Kenny Omega is yep. so good at just yep. like setting it up and teasing something and then just like delivering so hard by the end of it when I think the idea that the, when they set it up like Matt did a or uh, Nick did a move off the top rope and then Matt jumps up there and instead of doing the same move that you think he's gonna do he goes to the table instead yeah and then the second table yeah spot it came out of nowhere out of nowhere dude it was big dude he got nick got slammed on there man and they were doing that that whole this whole match had so many amazing not only was the storytelling incredible but it did have some incredible spots in it i mean things that you just it, it, it was a showcase of not only the young bucks and all the cool stuff that they normally do but of the golden lovers and what they can do and how these two you know the the elite the the young bucks and kenny omega how they're so in sync with each other and, and they did a lot of the stuff that they normally do but to each other it was so awesome yeah 100 so percent, man um people are one already talking about it being match of the year yeah. but um sure. you know and it might just be recency bias and you know maybe the bots just keep it out of this but some people are even saying tag team match of forever. The thing is, is, yeah, there's botches, but you know what? Those botches didn't really affect the story that much. They, they, didn't. they didn't. They didn't. They didn't pull me out of the match, even though I noticed them. They didn't pull me out of the match. They didn't stop me from from. It, it almost got me more involved in the match because it was like it was more of a. Um, um, emotional thing like it was like oh they almost ran into each other maybe because they're going too fast and they're trying to you know get this done. you know what i mean i i didn't pull me out of the story whatsoever yeah i agree it was it was fantastic um i mean what do we do we need to talk about uh any you know cody's role in everything well, are we have we already touched on that enough yeah I mean, that, that was the end so the end of the match uh the young bucks obviously the, the young bucks lose um, and what I love about that was when they got the pin and they did the golden trigger to Matt. Well, first of all, let's talk oh, about the yeah. ending, dude. Let's talk about the oh, finish. holy cow. Let's talk about the finish. Can what I talk about this for a sec? Can I? The, yeah. The one-wing angel? That was one of the most gut-wrenching yeah. things yes. I have ever yes. seen. We, we had texted each other right afterwards. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And I was just like. The fact that he gets him up to it and he's not going to do it. And then Matt goes, do it, do it. He grabs his hand and pulls him up and makes him do it. Yeah. Oh. Which is which is the beginning of the, the match all the way to the end. And that's yep. why I was saying it was the rise and fall of this match. I mean, yep. it was literally them saying, come at us, Kenny, 100%. We want your Give best. We want your best because we want to prove to you that we're better. And at the very end, he's starting to go soft. And Nick's like just can do it oh it's a lot like yu yu hawk show in the dark tournament oh yeah um, i remember yeah, that yeah like chaguro only wants somebody who can truly push him to limits and can he wants to die he wants to die but he wants somebody to beat him legitimately you know and that's he's gay you know so what you're saying is that nick nick jackson matt jackson wanted to die <laughs> <laughs> just kill me yeah basically in this situation i'm comparing uh this to yu yu Hakusho, the anime <laughs> you're welcome everybody <laughs> um but uh it, it's one of those things that the whole thing um you know into does the the one wing angel that was forced just like you said give us everything you got and then 
they end it with the golden trigger. Which is just brutal. Oh, it's so brutal. And they end it. And then right after they get the pin, you know, one, two, three, get the pin. What does Kenny do? Kenny gets on top of Matt and he's like holding he's him. embracing him. And he's yeah. like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can tell he just didn't want to do it. He didn't want any part of it. And then, you know, he he shakes Nick's hand like we just talked about. He shakes Nick's hand. Nick shakes his hand. And then he goes to shakes Matt's hand and Matt, and Matt just rolls out. Matt rolls out and goes, I don't want any part of it. He's like, nah, bro. Uh, I'm well, good. that was after. I'm good. I believe Bitch. that was after Cody runs in. So Cody runs in immediately yeah. after. Gets in Nick's face. Matt's face, sorry. Gets in Matt's face and says, this was your shot. This was your one shot. And Nick goes to grab him and he hits He hits Nick. And then, which is the same thing Kenny did to Matt. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's So that's why there's this divide, I think. Yeah. And it's been for a long time. And... On being the elite, of course, Cody's like, I didn't see you. I thought you were Kenny. And then in the match, Kenny runs in and saves them. Yeah. So if if it's true that Kenny Omega really did break his orbital, we don't know. I, as far as I know, it's still break up in the air. Break. His own. Oh, it was, you were talking about Kenny. Kenny broke his, his oh, orbital. Right. So Is if he really think that they broke his Well, that's what he's saying. And I mean, oh, he it was swelled up. So okay. I mean, it I was more that. than just oh, a little yeah, goose yes, egg. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was on that botch, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if he's if he broke his orbital, um does he still have a match with Cody at WrestleMania? WrestleMania weekend, not actual WrestleMania. It's I can't remember what the Super event. Card. Super card, yeah. Does you he still? Fucking you know what I mean. Fucking you, you guys know what I to, mean. Don't listen to this podcast anymore because this fucking guy who's all about New Japan just called it WrestleMania. No, I said WrestleMania weekend. You fucked up. Hey, <laughs> we're gonna leave this up to the viewers. To decide. No, fuck you. Go fuck back. You I said WrestleMania. Hey, no, WrestleMania no, weekend. No, you said WrestleMania. I mean WrestleMania weekend. That's what I meant. Yeah, but you fucked up at first. What? Yeah. So I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. I for- yeah. Sorry, I forgot no, that Kenny Omega okay. was in not okay. in the WWE. It's okay because you're a fucking Mark. Whatever. <laughs> Wouldn't that make me just a dumbass instead of a Mark? Because you're a Mark dumbass. Whatever. Fucking Mark dumbass. Whatever. That's your I don't name. Care. If you're the singer of Sugar Ray. Uh, hey, I, would I still be voted sexiest man alive, or would I just be dumbass yeah, man alive? Sexiest man alive in 1999. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, I was a living. But uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, uh, yes, maybe, possibly. It just depends. I mean, he wrestled the whole match. Uh, with it, I mean, if it is a actual broken orbital bone, I mean, they they I don't know if he'll be able to. They do. won't clear evil. He's he's got a broken that's, orbital that's what right I'm now. Saying. That's a major major injury. So I, I don't know if they'll be able to do that. So hopefully it's not that. Hopefully he just got kneed in the face real hard and well, it wasn't a knee. It was when he is when he did that backflip back and yeah, bumped yeah, into yeah. Ibushi. If you see it from that, did you see it from no, that second angle? Yeah. That first angle, I was like, oh, that wasn't too bad. It looked like he kind of bumped his shoulder, but the really second bad. one, yeah. the second angle, I was like, oh shit! Like he literally bounced his skull off of Ibushi's skull. Yeah, it looks really bad. <clears throat> um, so you know, <clears throat> no, I mean, if if he actually did break his orbital bone. Then no, there's no right. way he'll be good. Well, it depends, it depends how bad it is. If it's super bad, if it's actually like broken, I mean, because it's in two weeks. Dude, what about this? I don't okay. imagine that he'll be ready in two weeks. 
So what about this? What if the botch wasn't a botch? Okay. It was intentional. It was intentional for him to bump his head. Okay. And so then he's playing it up like, oh, I wrote my orbital or whatever. I can't be on Supercard. Boom. Kenny Omega shows up at WrestleMania, runs down the ramp, yeah. and has a match yeah. with the big boss man himself. <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't be amazing. Just imagine the pop, man. Oh, God, you just popped me. <laughs> oh, man. See, see, it's there. It's already there. Oh, it's such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen, Vince. Call me. Yeah, look, watch for creative right there. <laughs> WWE creative. Um, you know, I don't think he'll be ready in two weeks <clears throat> uh, if, if that's the case. We'll see, though. We'll see, though. I don't know if they'll let a match like that go. So Yeah, let's hope. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Is that that? I think so, man. I think we said just about all we can say on cool. that. Cool. Yeah. I'm not crying. You're crying. I am crying. I'm not crying. It was such a beautiful match. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. No, I loved it. I, I loved that whole match. I thought it was one of the absolute best uh, matches right. I've seen. All right. Now we're going to talk about my, my man. This my, match. My baby boy. This match. My sweet baby boy. My uh, sweet edge sweet, lord baby boy. sweet edge lord baby boy. <laughs> my sweet... My sweet JY. With his, with his long, luscious black hair. So, this Sculpted match, body. What? <laughs> he is ripped Dude. up like Rambo. I've and never looked at another man and be like, I wish I had that guy's body until Jay White ran out. Are you tell me you don't look at my doughy, <laughs> <laughs> hairy, white body and say, I wish I had that man's body? I mean, not verbally. Okay. In, I mean, I don't internally either, but I definitely don't verbally. <laughs> I mean, I don't ever at all. You're gross. Did I mention you're gross? Uh, so this was uh, this was the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, Jay White versus Hangman Page. Uh, two things. One, I really liked this match a lot. Mm-hmm, I liked it from mm-hmm, beginning mm-hmm. to end. Yes. Uh, two... How is Hangman Page not dead from a broken neck? I will never understand. He gets thrown on his neck more times than any human being should be allowed to be thrown on their neck. (laughs) I don't think he landed on his back properly once. (laughs) He just doesn't have a neck anymore. It's just one giant callus. Yeah, it's got to be. I, I'm sorry. I had nothing. I, it's got to be. I don't understand it. He's going to have like that Batman syndrome one day. He just is like turns his whole upper body. What was that over there? What, what was, was that? that over there? Yeah, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. The dude, they do so many spots in this match where he just straight up. Lay, and not to mention, was it? Yeah, and not to mention the. Do you remember? So we're kind of getting into the match at this point, but there was a there was a point in the match where he goes. So the whole time Jay White's doing these suplexes, right? And he's doing these uh, belly to back suplexes. These Germans that yeah. the whole time Hangman Page is landing on his freaking neck, and then he does one on the apron, right? Oh, he jeez. gets on the apron. And he goes to do one, uh, and kind of, I don't know what happened here. I can't tell if it was a botch or if he just 
strip threw him off. That or Hangman Page just went shit and tried to get away from because he was gonna land. Had he landed on, had he landed on the apron, dude, he would have broke his freaking neck. He, that's he what makes me. His neck. That's what makes me think that he was supposed to go to the ground. <clears throat> no, I think he was supposed to go to the ground. But man, that there was okay. There was three or four times in this whole show that literally made me go, <gasps> like, out loud made me go, oh, God. Like, that, two of those times were from this match. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to say, Hangman's really growing on me. He's so good. Yeah. He's um, so talented. Jay White is, I'm all in on Jay White now, actually. Just got a shirt. <laughs> just got a little Switchblade shirt the other day. Says the guy who just... Like a few months ago, it was like Jay White, dude. He's I don't buy him as a baby. Although, dude, he is growing on me hard, dude. I'm about to be a hypocrite too because I'm like a big fan of him now. <laughs> right? I said the same thing. I'm a huge fan of him. Now. It's cool because he's he's he's. Uh, there's so many bad guys, you know. Yeah. But he's he's got his own twist on it, and he's so good. You know, he's kind of he's kind of the closest I would say he is to is Sonata. You know, kind of that no yeah. no bullshit kind of guy. Exactly. But he's he's not Sonata. He, he never, is totally different from Sonata. He never smiles. He never you know gives up that he's a good guy in any way. You know, he is a bad guy. He's a he's a full on bad guy. He's a heel. I mean, he is the heel, and the and you know that, and he plays that off. But he's so good, and he backs it up, and he does so good. And let me tell you something. In this match, he took an ass beating. The whole match, he gets his ass whooped. Dude, that buckshot lariat is like the coolest thing is ever. Is that not awesome? It's amazing. He's so good. Hangman, I got to give it to Hangman, dude. In this match especially, that dude showed what he could do. Well, and the way he wrestles is so perfect for his character and who he is. I mean, Agreed. he's he's totally growing into that. Like, Agreed. They're, they're big, yep. lumbering, but still agile in a way. But there, he's Dude. you know he's not doing like five forty shooting star presses or whatever. No, he's just he's doing gainers that they they're slow. But the dude can do moon salts. That, like you yeah, read about. I but mean, he totally can. But the thing is, is like he's not doing like he's not ricochet. He's not osprey. Nope. He is just this beefy lumbering dude that just yep. shows up in the ring. He does the flip over the. I mean, he's still like I said, he's got the agility there. But he's he. It's a completely different dude. style that's unique to him. And what about? What about that spot where he gets him up on his shoulder and hurls him at the ring post? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, when I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit!" Ugh. Gets him up on his shoulder and threw him at the ring. No, post. thank you. No, thanks. Oh my god, this whole match was so good. I, I, these are two guys who have such potential. And Jay White already has shown how good he is, and Hangman is just getting better and better and better, and he's so good. And I'm so glad he got this opportunity. He didn't learn, but I'm glad he got this oh, yeah. opportunity. Well, and it's great because he he deserves some spotlight, and Absolutely. he's he's and Absolutely. it's kind of funny because they're you know they're playing this off of everything. Like Hangman keeps just getting his spotlight taken yeah. from him, but it's awesome because he finally did get his. His night to shine, this and was, this was a great match. Yeah, it was so good. Every, he's he's making did. a. Fa- I'm, I'm a fan. Like he is yeah. slowly converting me and, over. And the story they told here was the same story that they keep telling with Jay White, which this was Jay White's first official title defense. <clears throat> was it? Yeah. Yep. What? Yep. Really? Yep. Really? Are we gonna do this again? I mean, I could prove you wrong 100. percent I'm not saying, but I'm just surprised that. Yes, I know he's I know he's beaten people since he has the yes, the, the this belt. This is his first title. I'm defense. surprised that, that yeah, I'm surprised they waited this long to to give him a defense of it though. Well, it hasn't been that long. I got it in January. 
Yeah, but that's not – I mean, that's not that long. I, mean, I know. But this is his first defense yeah. with it. Yeah. And the reason I know that is because uh, I made a mental note in my head because it says at the bottom when he, when he won first title defense. So <laughs> this was his first defense, official title defense. Um, he was – and the cool thing is just like they do with a lot of their champions, he got his ass beat the whole match. Ass beat and yeah. then the last couple minutes he turns it around and he yep. ends up coming back and being resilient you yeah. know what I mean it's just and then what happens at the end which I was actually kind of interested in and I liked a lot that they did oh yeah who comes out and challenges don't show that face it's I like it because it's an underdog I like it because it's somebody you did not expect but is there any way that that Finley beats him no, God, no. No, no. I mean, <laughs> that's why I'm no, kind of like. No, it's stupid. I mean, it's no, it's not going to happen. But I, I like that. I like that Finley's getting a shot. It, well, and they, they also have a history together. They used to tag together Correct. and stuff like that. So I like that aspect of it. But I just. That's what I'm saying. It's one of those things where I'm already writing Finley off. And if they. Well, yeah. If they have. You should. Unless they try to make a big storyline out of it, but I don't want to. I'm not uh, interested in a storyline of of them. The only storyline that they're going to do is that they were once partners, yeah, and that he's pissed off that he's got the limelight, yada yada yada. That's but, what they're yeah, going to do. Yeah, but that's the thing is, like, if if Finley wins, I don't want to see more of that storyline. I'm just not interested in Finley. Finley will win. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, just, so it just won't so that's I'm just I'm like man. We Here's already know. I, I I just like that he's getting a shot. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I don't think it's great. He's going to lose. He's not going to win. But it's cool that he's getting a shot. It's this cool is, that he's getting a little bit of that yeah. that momentum, a little bit of a push. Yeah. It's not. I mean, he's not going to last, but it's good that he's getting that. And the thing that bummed me out about it the most is, I bet you to him this is a big moment, especially in his career, just getting a little bit of a push, going for this championship, being able to get that moment with the mic and stuff. And then there was two guys in the background the whole time, these two guys that was like putting their heads in their hands and going and going boo, putting thumbs down, and they kept doing the cut sign like no, no, and they were like this is stupid. It was like don't ruin the guy's moment, you dude. Know? It's just the same old, same old. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time he had his moment ruined, or second, or twelfth. I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, he won't win. <laughs> I mean, it, we won't. Oh, are you talking about Finley? Is that what you're talking about? I thought you were still talking about Hangman. Hungman. Oh no, I was talking about no, I was talking about Finn. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I was talking, no, well, Hangman is whatever. He he was lost, but he lost yeah, by that point. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, I actually want to say something about this match. Something that kinda uh, uh no, bugged me a little on. bit. No, a little uh, bit. <laughs> no. Something that bugged me about this match was Too many white people? Yeah, just just so <laughs> much no Caucasians. Yeah. I agree. Just disgusting. No, really what it was was uh uh I, I honestly, honestly, I don't even want to say it because well, now you have to. it kind of bums me out. But the commentary, dude. Okay, so I was not going to bring this up. Uh, I was not going to mention the commentary in this. Just not great. And I, through, you know what? No, through the whole show. Yeah. They're not good. Yeah, and I felt bad because it's, dude, it's JR. It is JR. And, and it's not JR's fault. JR doesn't know the product. And that's ex- that was so he's, evident the whole he's thing. Trying to learn the product. Yeah. But and Josh Barnett, God help him. I and you know what, as a UFC fan, I love Josh Barnett. I do too. But as a wrestling fan, I'm just like, come on Barnett. Like it, I know. It, it was two guys bring at least like bring some emotion into this thing. It was two thing. guys stumbling through trying to Don't get me wrong. I love JR. We all love JR. 
JR was so good because he had so much emotion because he knew the product. Yeah. JR doesn't know the product. Yeah. JR doesn't know everybody's names yet. Yeah. JR doesn't know everybody's moves. JR right. doesn't know the storylines all that well. Yeah. Where it really stuck out to me the most in this match was when um, Jay White jumped over uh, Hangman yeah. like he does and does the kind of like the knee plant yeah. like he does. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, it looks like Jay White stumbled there a little bit, but he came through in the end. And I'm like, no. Right. If you guys knew, you would know that that is uh, his thing. That is like very specific to him. The one that stuck out to me the most was, and we'll get to it, but I, since we're talking about it, yeah, um, it was in the Cody. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know. Don't get ahead here, I buddy. I know. Sorry. Sorry. We got to do these things. We got. But, we got. But it was. There's an order in which we talk about this stuff. Well, is there though? No. Okay. <laughs> there is no order. It's just a free for all. It, I mean, we go. We we jump so much. Um, in the Cody, uh, uh, Tomatonga, Tomaloa match, Tongaloa match, uh, at one point, Tongaloa gets Cody it, basically at crossroads and go, oh, gets yeah. him in the position to the crossroads. And Josh Barnett's like, got him in a, uh, oh, yeah. got him in a, uh, a neck breaker from the reversed incline position. And then, like, I think JR comments, like, Kind of looks like a crossroads there. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, kind of like a modified cross. No, that's what yeah, it that was. was. It was a crossroads. That was the he point. Stole, he stole his move. That was and the they, whole point. they flubbed their way and through And they it. did shit like that the whole time. And I'm not saying that I don't. I like. I actually kind of even like them together. I just don't think that they know the product. They need some more well. experience. They need some more experience. I, I see potential there, but where it's at right now, I was just, it was cringy I at times. I will say right now that JR is by far one of the greatest commentators of all time. 100%. But you know what is it when what is it that sticks out in your mind for JR? It's I mean it's What what moments is it when it when you know to me, you know what it is? It's my god, god. My god. He's, he's got, got a, a family. family. You know, it's that it is. It's a real slobber knocker. Yeah. But God is my witness. He is broken in half. Stop it. It's the emotion. Yeah. It's and the that's the thing and he was so just nonchalant this whole match. Because I don't think he was invested. I don't, I don't think, think he so either. Invested in these characters as much. Yeah. I mean, he was when he was in on WWE. He was there every single week. He was there. He was lo- knowing these storylines, knowing these characters. Right. He comes here once every few months, and and they don't do these live shows very often. Normally, they'll get the um, they'll get the um, New Japan stuff after it's been aired. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Jeez. <laughs> after a couple weeks that it's been aired. And Are you then, drunk? Am I drunk? <laughs> no. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I just had a couple I'm, beers. You're drunk. For, for a you're drunk. I'm a slow puck Rodriguez. <laughs> um, they, sorry, you remember? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so. <laughs> I am slow puck Rodriguez. <laughs> He's on cousin. Uh, that is a racist character, and he's drunk. I mean, that's all that Looney Tunes is yeah, like back much. in the day, but, like legit. But what I'm saying, look was, into it, guys. Knew, it's true. It's very it's bad. It's Very true. <laughs> he knew the characters. He was there every week. He knew the stories. <clears throat> he traveled with it. Like he knew what he was doing. He was invested. They get these um, after the show's already aired a few weeks, and him and Josh Barnett go into a booth and do the commentary together after the fact so they get the notes and they get the character sheets and they get all these things they're not used to doing them live they don't know the people they don't know the stories they don't know 
you know, whereas you see like Don Callis and Kevin Kelly who know the story. They know every know intricacy. People, you know, you have Don, uh, you have Don Callis who's kind of the funny, more emotional kind of one that kind of talks more about what's happening in the moment. And then you have Kevin Kelly who is the one that has all the information, who knows the stories, mm-hmm. and they feed off of one, one another. There wasn't that dynamic there, and yeah. I was not a huge fan of it. I wasn't yeah. going to mention it, but you brought it up. I know, and I hated to bring it up because I, I, what I really don't want to do in this podcast is be super negative like some other ones out there. Um you know, we love this product and we're not going to, we're not going to be shitty about it, but you know, I think it's, I think it's a legit, um, not even, it's not even criticism. It's more just an observation that it could be better, but you know what? At the end of the day, I still liked it. It was cool to hear Jr. Yeah. Josh Barnett. I'm a fan. So it didn't take me out of it. There were times that I it was just, kind of like, yeah, it just could have like, been better. <clears throat> they just, that's all it is. They just they're they're just not as familiar with the product. That's yeah. all it is. They did yeah. fine. They did a good job. When I think back on the Kenny Omega match, I don't think, boy, Jr. sure did terrible. I think, wow, that was a fantastic match. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you weren't paying attention to that, right? You know, totally. Although I did mention this to you before, uh, it was really funny because there was a moment because on New Japan World they don't have commercials mm-hmm. like on Access, and they like on New Japan World there's always kind of a la- or a, a, a time where it's just quiet and you hear the crowd and whatever, and there's nothing really going on. Um, and Josh Barnett, uh, this was after the very first match with Propongi and uh, Rocky Romero, and they're standing in the, in the, and they're kind of celebrating or whatever, and you hear, they come back to that, and you hear Josh Barnett go, uh, yeah, JR, I think you're right, and you get the fuck out of the ring, uh, but all in all, I think it went pretty well. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't think you know that your mic's on. Yeah, it's hot, it's hot mic. Hot mic. All right, so next match, uh, Ishii Okada, uh, ZSJ, and Suzuki. Okay. Wrestling's Here, fake, dude. Wrestling's so if, fake. Okay. If anyone ever says wrestling is fake, I'm going to show them this match because for two reasons, and those two reasons are fucking Ishii and Suzuki. These guys beat the crap out of each other in this match. And anytime you watch a match and – the two guys are going back and forth at each other with forearms and the whole crowd is shushing each other and going shh and getting dead silence so you can hear how hard they're beating the shit out of one another. Oh, it was so good. Dude, I, uh I know. For a million dollars, would you step into a ring with Suzuki? For how long? 30 minutes. Fuck no. <laughs> For a million dollars? For a million dollars. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. But see, then you have to factor in how much of that million dollars how, would be spent on hospital much, bills. How much is he beating me up? Dude, he's going He's going, He's going. going full Asuka on you. Oh, then no. <laughs> no. No, because she took a beating. Uh, she took a beating. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, like, he's he's going He's going ham. He's going full on, like, they Wrestle did. Kingdom style. Like. I liked I liked them though. They were the best part of this match. Those oh, that was two guys. Yeah, and, and, dude, I loved and their. How Ishii would keep yelling at him like, ah, "Come on!" And he would keep telling him to hit him harder and hit him harder. And then there's a part where Ishii's on the ground, and uh, Ishii's on the ground in the ropes, and uh, uh, Suzuki's trying to get him up, and he smacks him, and Ishii just reaches up and smacks him back, and they just keep smacking each other in the face for no reason. Dude, so amazing, and just I loved when uh, Minaro hit him. With the with the forearm and Ishii sold so well, he dude, just went stiff as yeah. a board and bounced off like the second rope. Dude, and they did that. He did that a few. He times. He did a couple times, and I just loved really the selling on it. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, who? 
I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to think. There was somebody else that was selling kind of like that in this match that I or in this show that I really liked. I think it might have been him actually, mm-hmm. but it was yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, cool. Um, Zack Saber Jr. tapped out uh, Ishii. I'm just. Do you like Zack? Okay, I'm so glad you don't. That's the farty noise. I'm not a fan of Zack Sabre Jr. <sighs> There's nothing about him I like. I know he's a great wrestler. I understand that he's like, everybody loves him and he's this real like British star. Nothing about him that I have ever seen has intrigued me. I don't like the way he carries himself. I don't like the way he carries himself. I don't like he, the way he looks. I don't like the way he wrestles. I don't like the fact that he's like this submission specialist and I don't buy him as a submission specialist. I just yeah. don't, I don't like I do not like him. I don't yeah. like him as a character. It would be different if his if his submission you know ability uh was at least parallel or close to parallel with his wrestling ability like overall. Yeah. Right. But it's so frustrating because it's almost like he puts he puts too much emphasis on the submission well, side of it. Well, that's his whole thing now. Right, right. His whole thing now is he's just like tap out whatever. Yeah. And but it's just like dude, like Work on your presence in your ring, like yeah. your your submissions. People don't put enough weight into submissions, and you're, he's not the one to bring it back either. And I know? don't, and I don't like the fact that he's supposed to be this bad guy who is a part of like Suzuki Suzuki Goon. And I don't like. Uh, like I don't buy it. I don't buy it. He's he's light footed. That's something that bugs the hell out of me. Have you noticed that he's he literally yes. is light footed in the ring? Yeah. Like it, he he looks like he's a buck twenty five in there That's by the way saying. he carries himself. Well, then no, you look at a guy like Hangman Page, yeah. who's obviously built more built like him, but he carries his weight differently. And I'm not trying to sound like a badass, and I'm not trying to sound like somebody who's like tough by any means whatsoever. But when I see a guy like. Suzuki or Ishii, I'm like, they could beat my ass and they could destroy me. And then I look at Zack Sabre Jr. I'm like, I could fucking knock him out without even trying. Let's make it happen. Come on. Come on, Zack Sabre Jr. I'm calling you out, bro. Me and you. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. He, yeah. 2018. Yeah. Wait, Wrestle 2019. Kingdom. Osito versus Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm not taking away from his ability. I think he is a terrific wrestler. He knows what he's doing. He's very good. I just am not a fan. I've never been a fan. Ugh. Yeah. I'm just I don't I'm not a fan of his. And this yeah. match Anytime that he, he was in the ring, and I, 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 you know what? I'll be honest. I'll be 100% honest with you. Anytime him or Okada were in this ring, I did not care. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Okada either. I just, he, they need to give the belt to somebody else. He's, he is a great wrestler. I will never doubt yeah, his wrestling never. ability, but oh, I'm just, he's just old news, man. You know what? Those fucking pants. God, fuck his pants. Those pants. No, the, no, the pants. Ugh. I noticed very much the other day. I'm like, man, he's still in those fucking pants. I can't believe it. It's his heel turn, man. His pants alone. <laughs> his pants are the heel turn. Yeah. I will say, though, this was a good match, but this was a good match for two reasons, and that was Ishii and Suzuki. Yep. They were the best part of this match. Totes, magoots. All right. Next match. Uh, oh, awesome. So can, this is can Jushin. Back, can we go back for two seconds? Yeah, two yeah, seconds. yeah. Remember how you said earlier about David Finley, and you were talking about him and versus Switchblade, and you're like, do you think he's going to win? Absolutely not. There's no way he's going to win. Same with Zack Sabre Jr. and Okada. Can you imagine? There is no way they're giving the belt to Zack Sabre fucking Jr. Can you imagine? They won't. They won't. Why would they? Are you serious? They're not going to no. give that belt to Kenny Omega, but they're going to give it to Zack Sabre Jr.? That would be, I mean. No way. The world would descend into chaos. No way. No way. It would bring in the no apocalypse. Way. Nobody cares about Zack Sabre Jr. that much in Japan. Literally, if Zack Sabre Jr. wins, we will be living Mad Max. 
And did you hear the crowd, how much they were split about him? Some people really like it was like, let's go Cena. Cena sucks. It was. It was perfectly down the end. But instead, it was, uh, uh, let's go Saber. Saber sucks. No, it was. Uh, it was. Let's go Saber. It was. It was. Fuck you, Saber. <laughs> let's go Saber. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, so this next one is awesome. Jushin yes. Thunder Liger versus Will Ospreay. Got to say, I watched this match. Yep. I loved it. Yep. I definitely watched this match. I didn't skip over this match. Um, I really thought that You're the way the Will I, I loved when Will Ospreay did that jumping thing, you know, uh, and then Jushin, <clears throat> you know, then no, then and then Jushin did that thing where he does the chops, you know, and then. You know, I, I just thought it was a great match. Okay, next one. Nope, we're gonna. What? Nope, what? hold up. Let's let's back up there. No, we Logan, are you telling me that you did not watch some of these matches? No, dude, I totally watched this one. Like I said, you know where it, 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 Jushin, uh, okay. it, so Will Osprey beat Jushin. Right. So, what'd you think after the match? What'd you know you think about what happened. I I really thought that uh, you know I I didn't expect it to go that way. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. And, I, and what did you, and what did you think specifically? What did you think about that? You know, I thought the booking was great. Right. You know, I really, I really loved the way that they were telling yeah. the story there. Right. Which, um, which was, dude, Rey Mysterio came out and right. made an appearance and, and talked. It was, it was fantastic. Right. But, but after. But the I didn't match, expect that. But after the match, what? What? what so I'm saying, mean? Rey Mysterio came. <laughs> <laughs> so Logan did not watch this match. In my defense, uh, it was no, it was thanks, extreme. It was, it was okay. Yeah. So I tried to be a good little angel baby yeah. and watch the stream legally uh, through our account. And show enough, the stream like cropped out halfway through. And so I'm sitting there just watching this uh, this wheel spin the whole time. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to pirate this. See. Don't come after me, Japan, please. <laughs> See, I had to wait until it got on New Japan World, and I had to watch it last night. So Yeah, but it uh, took me a while to track down the stream. And finally, once I did, it was awesome. But um, I had missed uh, this one and I will that say, one before. this was a good match. Uh, it was, I mean, it was Will Ospreay being Will Ospreay. And the thing is, is you had a little diff- bit of a different dynamic uh, just because, you know, as good as Jushin Thunder Liger is, which he's very good, he is 53 years old. And the dude can still go really hard and he kept up with Will Ospreay the whole time and it was a pretty great match but this match was not supposed to happen this was a match that was completely thrown together uh, yeah. last minute it was supposed to be Jushin Thunder Liger versus Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah, and Rey Mysterio Jr. Uh, tore his bicep in a very important show I might add it was not <laughs> oh yeah I mean it was it was like the Wrestlemania of Ohio <laughs> uh, sure <laughs> it, it was some <laughs> It was some random yeah. uh, promotion in the backwoods of I think it was seriously like Ohio or like it Utah or something. Ohio yeah, it was some random one, and it was just like really Ohio. like you had you had uh, he had WrestleMania at the beginning yeah. of this year, and then he had this one coming. I know he's got to put food on the table somehow, yeah. but really, man, everybody was looking towards this well, one. And I don't know if he'll show up now at WrestleMania or do anything because of that so we'll see but was, oh, i'm sorry i said wrestlemania thing. i meant the royal rumble right well, it so was, i mean he, he had a lot of he had well, a lot of well they said that after that he was starting to sign a deal with wrestlemania or not wrestlemania wwe yeah but towards bicep yeah so we'll see but he comes out at the beginning because it was supposed to be him and jushin thunder liger 
uh, Will Ospreay comes out for a non-title match, and they just had a yep. match. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Pretty good. Last minute, it was great. Yeah, uh, totally. At the end, uh, so Will Ospreay wins the match. Uh, at the end, Rey Mysterio... Comes out and cuts a promo, yeah? Well, because Rey Mysterio cut her promo at the beginning. I told you, baby. At the beginning. I told you, baby. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. At the beginning... I saw this shit. Uh, Rey Mysterio cuts a promo just saying that he's sorry, telling everybody he's sorry, he wishes he could be there. And he will be in a New Japan ring at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, at the end of this match, uh, they make out. Will Osprey? Yes. Yeah. I told so you I watched it, dude. Uh, I don't know why will, you think I didn't watch this. Will Osprey basically says, uh, "Well, so him and Jushin show each other a lot of respect, and they bow to each other, and they do that whole thing. And then uh, Ray Mysterio, he tells, so he Will Osprey gets on the mic and says, "I am the aerial assassin." I am the best junior heavyweight that's ever been. He's like, and I am nobody's replacement. And he said, and uh, he said, and I am challenging you, Rey Mysterio Jr., to a match as soon as you are ready to go. Cool. And so Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, you know. Did he jump up and was he like, si, senor. Yeah, booyaka, 619. So he like gets up and like does like the thumbs up or whatever. And then they show each other respect. Everybody shows each other respect. And... This is what happens. That's interesting. As, they make up as he's showing. Yes, yes. Yeah. I would <laughs> But and then, but as did you charge your crystal, bro? I did, bro. I did. Hanging out, charging my crystal. It's maxed out. Thinking about you, uh, <laughs> my bro, Crystal. Jo, my Jo broke it, Crystal. Herbin, 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 Jerbin, Jeebin, Jerbin. So, <laughs> as they're doing this whole thing, uh, he uh, he's he say we will have a match. They're showing like respect to each other, Jushin and Osprey and Mysterio, and then uh, Marty Skrull jumps in the ring and smacks Will Osprey with a uh, with an umbrella and nice. starts and starts like beating down on him. Ray Mysterio jumps in to save Osprey, and uh, Marty Skrull knocks him down and rips off his mask and puts it on and holds up the belt. And his umbrella. Oh, you know, I saw a picture of that. Yeah. And I was like, when did he, yeah. what belt did he get? Yeah. No, he just took Interesting. Will Ospreay's belt and held so it. So did Rey Mysterio up. cover up? Yeah. He, he had a hoodie on and he pulled it over his face and then he put it. <laughs> Please tell me he had like the drawstrings and it was just like. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> just a little much. hole. He was like, on the ground and he had it over his face. You couldn't really see. But and I wish he would have been like, oh, my face. <laughs> it was great. It was great. But if you ever want to see Rey Mysterio's face, watch any late. 90s and 2000s WCW. Yeah, very. Well, he got demasked like right off the bat, didn't oh, he? Like 97. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, so that happened. It was really good. The whole thing was really good. I'm excited to see how that turns out. Cool. All yeah, right. Good too. Next match. Um, definitely watched this one too. Hey, look, it was, did, you, uh, did you watch this one? Yeah, that was the one where, uh, you know, Taguchi got beat by Naito. Duh. I know that. Okay. Bro, it was 12 minutes and 13 seconds, and he hit him with a destino. <laughs> wow, it's like you're, like you're reading something. What? No. So you didn't watch this match either? What? <laughs> yeah, dude. I am a professional. Yeah. I would not yeah. have a podcast about <laughs> wrestling and not watch the wrestling matches. Would you? Yeah. I watched the Instagram highlights. <laughs> Heard some guy talk about it. Again, another shout out to Wrestling Classic. <laughs> <laughs> My man. My man. Uh, 
So, you know, my my favorite part, actually, um, you know, there was that part where um, Naito did the his eye thing when he came out in the white suit. I yeah, thought totally. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, totally. to, oh, dude, it was so funny when when uh, Taguchi <laughs> came out in the In and Out Burger hat. Dude, I lost it, man. First of all, it was really funny when he did that. Yeah, and then Dragon Lee and uh, Hiromu got in the chop war, and then hold Hiromu... on, time out, time out, stop, real quick. Did you see that? Actually, you know what's funny was the stream held up for just long enough for me to sla- see them slapping the shit okay, out of so each Hiromu other. So Hiromu and Dragon Lee did get in a legit chop war. Yeah, that's literally the only like the five seconds. Crap I saw. out of each other. Not only that, this match really made me like Dragon Lee a lot. Dragon Lee was super good at this match. Everybody was good in this match. Um, uh, I'm really interested because I really do want to see Dragon Lee. So I'm gonna just, watch. I want to go back and watch it. He he's like a part timer though, isn't he? Yeah, he's not around that often. But he, is he in CMLL? CML, correct. Mm. Yeah. So, so why was he there? Was he just like, yo, I'm in. Um, I'm in you know, LA. They kind of have a. Uh, uh, they're kind of like them in ROH. Uh-huh. They kind of have a. Uh, um, I don't know what it is like a cross promotion. Yeah, cross promotion. Yeah. Like the same thing with ROH. Like CMLL and New Japan have a cross promotion type. Nice. Thing. Um, so this match, just so for everybody who's knowing, this is an eight man uh, tag match, and this was Dragon Lee. Uh, Taguchi, Kushida, and uh, Tanahashi uh, versus uh, <clears throat> LIJ. So basically, uh, Takahashi, Bushi, Sonata, and Naito. Um, it was yeah, just your typical. For those of you who don't know, LIJ means Los in 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 governables in in yeah. in goober in goobers in 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 booger ni- in booger nipples. <laughs> Like, Los, Los, I like in goobers. In, <laughs> I like in goobers. Los and goobers. It's the it's the goober I, nip. It's the I, goober nipples, man. I love them Los and goobers. <laughs> day day Japan. Day Japan. Uh, so you know what? There's not a whole lot to say about this match. It was your typical uh, kind of eight man crazy chaos match. I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff that happened and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, the basically, uh, you had Naito, you had uh, Tanahashi, two of the biggest people in New Japan. Um, Maybe the biggest. Naito might be the freaking biggest. Dude, he was so freaking over, though, man. I mean, it was nuts how much everybody were cheering for him. So it was uh, crazy, man. You know, and LIJ, man. So deserved. LIJ, man, they're just kind of running through everybody. They're doing super good. I mean, everybody looked really good. Um, the more I watch him, the more I really, really like Sonata. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it, there's not a his, whole lot to say new, about this match, but it, it his was, new persona is great, or his new his yeah, new outfit. Good. I love his new uh, mask. Cool. Yeah, it was a good match. I loved it. I thoroughly enjoyed watching this match. <laughs> Did you watch this one? Uh, yes, I saw this one was where the stream actually started crapping out. But the good thing is I did go back and watch it, but I didn't see it all the way from like beginning to end. I just picked it up where I left off. So it's kind of kind of a little bit choppy in the middle. So but. this match was the uh, tag team match. It was Cody and Marty Skrull. Uh, hey, real quick. Shout out to online piracy for coming through and <laughs> letting me be able to watch what I should have been able to watch on my legal stream. Yeah. Woo. Pirate Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> You don't go to Pirate Bay anymore. That's how you end up on a list yeah, somewhere. Yeah, don't, don't go to Pirate Bay. That's how you end up with a white van sitting outside your house. Can we talk about how cool Pirate Bay used to be? Dude, can we talk about Kazaa and like LimeWire and Nutella? Kazaa. Right? Was it Kazaa? Bear Share, dude. Yeah, Bear Share, Bear Share. <laughs> Woo! 
Yeah, I downloaded this laptop. Oh, for sure. It's LimeWire was the grossest thing. LimeWire was like straight AIDS for your the computer. Worst. My favorite was uh, I used well as Pirate Bay, but I guess Views was a. It was just a. It was streaming, wasn't it? Uh, well, it was more of like a, a filtering system. It was kind of a torrent where you would get the torrents mm-hmm. through there. Mm-hmm. It was great. I used that all the time. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, now <laughs> that we're going to talk about the illegal shit we used to do. Uh, <laughs> Marty Skrull and Cody versus uh, Tongaloa and Tomatonga. Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Uh, you know, this was a good match. This was a really good match. Uh, it was kind of cool because Cody came out in the beginning. So you didn't see this, did you? Mm, I think I saw the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I so gotta, I Cody remember. comes out in the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The says, cheers. Yes. And basically, so, yeah, yeah. So first they did that where Cody's like... <clears throat> Going, yeah, like looking for cheers. And the crowd's like, boo, dude. Cody has atomic heat. Huge heat. Biggest biggest heat in New Japan. He's got that handsome face heat. Dude, he's got the handsome face heat. I didn't see that. You were telling me that. (laughs) Dude, it's so Um, good. But he, he, uh, I highly recommend you guys watch the, uh, pros, uh, the press conference afterwards because he goes out and it just, it it might have been a pre conference or whatever, but he just goes out there and, one, he asks his own questions. Yeah. So course, he, he goes he does. out. He doesn't ask. He, he eventually he gets to it. But he walks out. He's like, okay, first question. Uh, is Bullet Club okay? Yeah, it's fine. Second question is, you know, are Nick and Matt Jackson going to beat Kenny Omega? Of course they are. Third question. And he just, like, keeps going. Like, dude, asking himself stuff. It's amazing. He's the best. And, he, dude, he got solid booze the whole time. Every single yeah. way. And, and. Marty got cheers. So they kept I going back and forth. That. They kept going back and forth. So and then all the Tongas got super cheers. Mm-hmm. So and Tom and Tonga got huge cheers. So and everybody just booed Cody nonstop. And uh Cody gets on the mic and says, For the record, Bullet Club is fine. Everything is fine. He's like, there's no reason for us to... He's like, so that being said, he was like, Tamatanga, Tongaloa, these are my brothers. These are my friends. So sorry to disappoint you, but there's not going to be a match tonight. And he's like, because we're a team and teams don't fight each other. Uh, and he's yeah. like, he's I like, teams don't fight each other. And he's like, so, you know, sorry to disappoint you. He's like, but these guys are my brothers and I respect them and I love them and I'm not going to do that. And he's like, and these guys are team Cody. And he's like, and that is the bet. And he's like, he's like, so he's Dude, like, we're I not going to love like, him so because much. Because they are team Cody. And then he puts over Brandy and says how beautiful of a wife she is and all that stuff. And it was just super great. And then the Tongas, Tonga, and the whole time, Tonga Tonga does, <clears throat> Tama Tonga does not take his eyes off of Cody once. And then Tonga Loa takes the mic and says, well, first of all, there is going to be a match tonight. Because uh, we do, because that's what these people paid for, and that's what we're gonna do. Second of all, we are not Team Cody. Yeah. Uh, there's no way we're Team Cody. And then the match starts. Oh, it's great. It was. Dude, it was yeah. wonderful. It was. I, well, and it was. It was him saying that they weren't Team Cody that set off Cody to start the match. I mean, he he just well, lost and then, control and, and then he just attacked, jumped on him. Yeah. He attacked uh, Tongaloa after he said that. He attacked him like yeah. while he was giving the mic back. Yeah. And that's what set off. Everything. Everything. And yeah. The, and we know what my one of my favorite parts of this match was when Marty when uh, they threw uh, 
Cody out of the ring, and Marty was like, "Yeah, you go, yeah, you out yeah, of there." And he's like yeah. kicking the ropes, and he's like, he's "Screw you, man, you're it. done." With the wheel throw... bullet club right here, and then they throw him out, and he just comes right back to him, like jumps in his arms. Yeah, he, he, like, oh. he jumps in his arms and hugs him, and he jumps up and wraps <laughs> his legs around him, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, I love you, man. We're good." And the whole time, Brady's going, "What?" What, what about what you just did? He's like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it was so funny. That whole thing was so yeah, great. I love it so uh, much. And then uh, the end of this match, he, um, Cody this is gets. This weird, weird ending. Cody gets the crossroads on uh, Tungalo. And it was weird. It looked weird. It looked kind of sloppy. Like, I don't know if something went wrong. I don't know if somebody missed a cue. I don't know what happened. But Yeah, because I, it, it was literally, it came across off of a, uh. Like he just pushed somebody into yeah, somebody it was, else. Yeah, it was weird. He it pushed. Was, it uh, was very strange. He pushed Tonga uh, Leo, Tonga Loa. Yeah, I don't. Into Tomatonga and then hit him with a crossroads, and I was like, "That's enough to stop Tonga Tomatonga from yeah, jumping in." I don't know if it was. And if you watched like that, when he but... when Tomatonga jumped in, I mean, he was, he was like just barely well, missed it. And if so. you watch the uh, him get Tonga Loa in the crossroads position for the crossroads. It it was kind of sloppy. Like it looked like he was kind of struggling mm-hmm. to get it. But but other yeah. than that, it was a really great match. It all went really well, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Yep, front to back. Great match. Great match. Good job, Cody, or bad job, depending on how you look at it. And we're probably going to talk less. And we're less just going to fly through these. Through yeah, because the yeah, we got three to match. Oh my gosh, we are. We got it. We gotta go to sleep at some point. We gotta eat. We um, got. We have lives to live. So the next match, uh, third match of the evening, was uh, Chucky e. T and Yano. Yano. Yano versus uh, Killer Elite Squad: Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. Let me just start off by saying, I fucking love the Killer Elite Squad. Yes, they are so good. Everything about Killer Elite Squad to me is so great. Uh, I love their attitude. I love their demeanor. I love how they're just dicks, and they're just tough. So are dicks, and and I love that. That's their whole point. The whole point is that they're just tough guy assholes, and they're not going to stop doing that, and they're just going to be that. And wait, just to make sure they're they're tough guy assholes, not tough guy assholes, right? Right, they're not tough guys assholes. Okay, I just want to make they're sure. Tough, they're tough guy assholes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because I ran into a t- couple tough assholes although, before. Although, do you like me a tough guy asshole? <laughs> the old a leather. Tough, a tough comma guy asshole. Yep, the old leather bagel. <laughs> old leather Cheerio. <laughs> Dirt spider. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeez. The better vagina. Oh, ew. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the worst. I apologize. That's not even a euphemism. That's just that's just being a filthy human being. The rusty sheriff's badge. That's a good one. Yeah, rusty wagon wheel. Uh, What? Yeah, because if you look at the there's many spokes (laughs) in a wagon wheel. Um, But uh, so, (laughs) please explain to me anatomy. I still I don't know how buttholes work. Dirt dirt spider is my favorite. Um, Chocolate uh, starfish. And hot dog flavored water. Do you get that? Yes. That was the name yes. of somebody's no, album. No, it's disgusting. And that's gross. A grown man's album. Yeah, but look. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> How did we get on this subject? Because <laughs> you, you. Oh, yeah. Cause you because I'm 12. Because I'm 12. But David Boy Smith Jr., Lance Archer, I love him. Uh, and uh, one of the things, uh, real quick. One of the best things I've heard recently was something you said was 
uh, you mentioned oh. the other day, you said that Lance Archer is what Baron Corbin should be. <laughs> I said, I said Lance Archer is a better Baron Corbin than he'll Baron ever be. Corbin, better Baron Corbin than he'll ever be, which is so true. Uh. It's unreal. And I was thinking about that as I'm watching this. I'm like, two guys who could do so well in WWE who would be really well are these two guys. Yeah. And why they're... Totally. You know what I mean? Two guys who would be fit for that world. Mm -hmm. Two guys who would not be fit for that world are Chucky T and Yano. (laughs) Oh, wait. How about Yano, though, having a huge pop? Dude. Way over. Yano's awesome. Way, way, way over. I, I do, too, but I was so surprised that the Americans were, like, all in on it. Like, that was cool. Big time on Yano. So deserving. And they loved it when he was, like, pulling his way through the ropes, like, you know, and then running away. The whole match, he was doing some great stuff. Like, the the parts when he kept grabbing uh, Archer's hair and he, like, slams him down at one point. And then the one point where he grabs Archer's hair. And Archer grabs his hair, and they're holding each other's oh, hair. Yeah. And, like, and Archer's go. going, let go, let go, let go. Like, it was great. The whole thing was so super good, great. Uh, and, and Chucky e. T was there. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, good job for eating that pin, Chucky e. T. <laughs> I, just, right. I just don't like Chucky e. T. I know we I already talked about either. this, but I'm just not a fan. I'm a big fan either. of Yanu, though. Yanu! And I like that he shills all of his own shit yes. when he walks in. Speaking of shill and shit, we haven't name-dropped Ray Martinez yet. Oh, we haven't. So Ray Martinez is a bump monkey out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> a BM. One He's t- a BM out of Tulsa. <laughs> he is, and he is one shilling motherfucker. Uh, what did I say to him today? Uh, oh, I called him because he sent us a picture back in the day when he of had his chocolate blo- starfish? Uh, of oh, his yeah. blonde hair. <laughs> I don't want to see Ray's giant starfish because it really is a giant starfish. But uh, he sent us a picture of him with blonde hair, and he looked like a Mexican Cody Rhodes. Oh, he really and, did. And I said it too. I was like, I went Ray, the Mexican nightmare. Mexican nightmare. <laughs> so good. Uh, uh, next match. He is the ethnic bad guy. Second match of the evening. Uh, hey, why don't we just go ahead and name drop uh, Pat Foster too? Yeah. Okay, El Capitan. A.K.A. A.K.A. Luke LePone. A.K.A. A.K.A. Our second dad. <laughs> uh, or Ace of Pain. AKA, oh, yeah. A.K.A. Ace That's of Pain. That's coming. Get uh, ready for the, the Ace of Pain. The Ace of Pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. All that she wants is another baby. She's gone to... That's Ace of Base. I'm sorry. I thought it was... Is that not... I mean, that's where I was going with it. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> the next match is uh, Juice. 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 Uh, juice. Real quick, did you hear in the crowd on the last match uh, when the a lot of the American people were going, Kitty, Kitty. Oh, that's did awesome. You, did you no, hear I didn't that? hear that. Oh, that's was, amazing. Yeah, it was good. So good. Um, so this match was a tag team match with uh, David Finley. And uh, Juice Robinson versus Gato and Godo, which was that very was confusing. Looks like Gato. Which is very confusing for JR and <laughs> Josh Barnett. So Gato, Godo, Gotodo. One of the Gs. At one point he says that. He's like, one of the G names. I don't remember who said that. He also said first. He farted. He meant to say first. Yeah. 
He like la- I think he wanted to say he landed first. They said, or, but he but he goes he heard it. He they, goes, well, that's a word. <laughs> they said all kinds of stuff, dude. There were sometimes they just got in conversations about stuff that had nothing to do with what was going on. Oh, uh, that's so silly. Um, but uh, this match was good. It was fun. Um, right off the bat, I think it was one of the very first things that happened in the match. Juice and Goto get in there and. Uh, Juice and Goto get in Checking out your chocolate star thing. Juice and Goto get in there and Juice gives him this off the ropes. He does like a clothesline. You know that little double arm clothesline type thing. And man, pops him right in the face. And when I saw it, mm. I was like, dude. And then immediately Goto just has blood all over his mouth the whole yeah. match. Well, and um, uh, he posted a picture of it too. I think he busted his no. mouth pretty good. Jacked up. Yeah, so... Uh, and then, other or he that, just drank a lot of red Kool Aid. By the way, wh- I don't think that was the case. Or a vampire. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, go to the vampire. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. God, we are losing steam here. We've been working all day. You can tell. So uh, uh, that was what I was going to mention earlier when you said uh, Ishii selling those forearms. Oh yeah. One of the best sellers I saw that whole night. That was so funny. Was Gato. Every time Dude, Gato's awesome, man. somebody would pop him, he'd do the like stiff bump, like where he'd just <laughs> stiffen up and fall over. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I did. But every time like Jews or somebody would give him like a pop, he would he would just like like one of those goats that just meh and they just like pop and fall over. It was cracking me up, dude. He sold like oh, that that's the hilarious. whole night. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, and then he ate the pen, which good for him for the Dude, booker. Way to way to put over the Americans in America. How cool is that? Uh, Sure, yeah. I was just saying way to be a cool booker and not book yourself, you know, to win. So Ray Martinez. <laughs> I knew it. I was hoping. <laughs> oh, I was hoping. What's it, what's it like to be put over by that? I'm just kidding. Actually, he's put me over every time. He has. I think I've, I, I know he's put me over several times. Sure. <laughs> he's a good guy, that Ray Martinez. Yeah. And then Real. finally, first match of the night, Yo and Sho and uh, Rapongi 3K. Rocky actually uh, Rocky in it. put in some work. He tried. <laughs> I mean, he he physically was there. He was there. Uh, I really wish you would do that one move. I, I don't even know what you call it. That one move where he, like, jumps over and, like, rides people all the way to... Oh, it's so cool. He seemed like he hadn't been... Oh, dude, I think I think he's done. He just... He was, he's, he was fine again. I'm not going to be negative. He did do a great job, but he definitely was not. I mean, I think he's just mentally checked out. I think I think he still enjoys it, but I, I think he's... Yeah. I think he's lost his smile, man. And, uh, you know, the uh, SoCal Uncensored, the guys, uh, mm-hmm. were, they were great. They mm-hmm. always put on a great show. A few uh, botches, though, in this one. A couple of spots that were a little weird. Yeah, yeah, there were several that were kind of strange. Uh, oh, there was one where the guy, uh, he fell off the second rope and then... Oh, that was Kazarian. Yeah, he... Uh, Here's what's awesome about that. What? Here's what's awesome about that. He was going up to do something and he fucked up. Mm-hmm. But he sold the yep. whole match. Yep. Like he fucked his leg up. Yep, and he, out, like an M- MCL tear or whatever. He did not. He messed that up. And then he said that it was a bad knee like or a bad leg or whatever. And he sold that... This whole match. That was awesome. Next time I screw up at work, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. They're going to be like, hey, you missed a deadline. I'm like, well, bum knee. Damn, I, I don't know damn how it. Much, I don't know how much Frankie Gazarian you've seen, Mm-mm. but the dude's good. The dude's super good. He's I, really I haven't good. seen any of them. He's I have seen Christopher good. Daniels. 
because uh, he showed up to Ring of Honor in Oklahoma City <laughs> right after he went through yeah, a flaming table. table and had a match with a shirt on and he, no, he gauze. Had match, he had a match in jeans and a t-shirt. Jeans and a t-shirt because his back was covered in burns. Yeah. And they were, it was gauze covering the, the, the literally the fluids leaking out of yeah. his body through his, his shirt. shirt. Oh, it's so gross. You can see all the fucking nasty ass like pus leaking through his shirt. Oh, that was gross. Christopher Daniels, you are, you're a tough guy. You're a G. And, uh, You're a tough asshole. Yo and show, uh, always good. Always put on a good show. Uh, it was a good match. Get <laughs> 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 out. Put on a good show. Good on a good. Whoa. He's getting out of Easy. hand. They put on a good yo. Good one. Thanks. <laughs> got a good got a good pop out of me. Well. <laughs> All right. It's about that time. <laughs> time to hit the old. Dusty trail. Time to hit the old dusty, rusty wagon wheel. <laughs> the old dirt spider. <laughs> All right. Now this is where we plug ourselves. We need to start, remember, we need to start uh, showing ourselves at the beginning. People aren't listening. Well, uh, hey, uh, if you don't mind, please like, subscribe, share, comment, because it does something. And Dude, if anybody's left, <laughs> I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm waiting to find somebody else who watches New Japan. And as soon as that happens, Wait, I'm, really? I'm going to Cody, hey. I'm going to Cody hey. Kellen out of this thing. Hey, are, you, are you really? Yeah. Oh. So it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's okay. There's not a lot of people that watch it yet, but I'm sure as the, as we, continue to shill it out more people show up yeah, and then one day somebody's yeah. going to be like hey i think i can do yeah. better than uh kellen does and i'll be like yeah, yeah. But, uh, so you can make words with your mouth okay yeah you're better than <laughs> i am burying you how do i do this why i don't know God, and i'm the villain <laughs> <laughs> all right so if you want to check me out on instagram that's the easiest Check me way. Out. Check out my Insta. Check out my Insta. It's my Insta is at I do white on white pictures that asterisk are white. underscore backslash <laughs> forward slash carrot sign squared <laughs> amber sand pumpernickel dot com slash pig dick. <laughs> what? Hey, if anybody's still listening, um, as soon as I find somebody. <laughs> Who watches New Japan? Uh, Logan will be gone from this show. I'm taking uh, uh, applications. I'm taking. I'm taking request. podcast and best friend applications right now. Oh, God. <laughs> no, so my my, my Instagram is uh, Proxima Bear P R O X I M A underscore B E A R. Well, you can just look me up under Logan Walcher. Um, I'm the dude that parades around in a panda mask. Yeah. Um, take some photos of some models every now and then and uh, no food pictures so I've got that going for me yeah uh, if you want to check me out check me out um, I am pretty much just on Instagram uh, under Kelbert77 um, really you could see me also parade around in a panda mask 
Uh, I shill this podcast quite a bit, and then just kind of random pictures of whatever, and no food pictures, I might add. There we go. I have no food pictures. All right. And now to uh, close out the night, what do you rate? What emoji do you rate this event? I've got mine. Why don't you give yours? Okay. I give this event a turkey with seven Thanksgiving festival feathers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Now, I am going to give this a uh, Lamborghini Mm. with a scarf. Like, you know, the Lamborghini and then a scarf. You know what I mean? So Lamborghini <laughs> and then a scarf, right? And then a and then a cloud. Wait, does, is that three different emojis or is that one? Does the Lamborghini is the Lamborghini wearing a scarf? Lamborghini is wearing a scarf. Right riding on a cloud. It's a Nimbus cloud. All right. Yeah. All right then. That's a that is that is hey that's that's some good feedback. <laughs> that is. <laughs> that's, I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm shutting this down. We're, we're an hour and a half into it. <laughs> Kellen is Kellen's drunk. Kellen, oh. what you haven't seen is Kellen drinking out of a flask this entire oh. Oh. podcast. Oh, man, I popped myself huge on that one. It was more your reaction. All <laughs> <sighs> oh, right, that's it. Well, thanks for listening, if you still are. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>